Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of the week of Church is Stupid. Come about. I'm Andy. I'm Ruth. Hey, I'm Elijah. You're getting worse and worse with that every time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's going to escalate and be a problem. Or de Eventually, it'll be like the whole episode, and at the end, he'll be like, and I'm Elijah. <laughs> Just a g- gigantic gap of time. Yeah, yeah I'll say, Absolutely. I'm Elijah. So anyway, and then you'll cut it off, and that'll be and the that'll, end. And that'll be the end of yeah. the episode. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's restart and do that, okay? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay, gotcha. Um, So, earlier this week, we started the conversation about looking at movies, and we also started the conversation about uh, McFlurries versus shakes and other different uh, interesting topics on Long That Matter, uh, which, if you'd like to give your input on, all of those uh, are still available on Facebook for you to go and uh, let us know your opinion (laughs) um, and yell at us thoroughly. Uh, That being said... Today, we're going to be talking about the good side of movies because we harped on some Christian movies pretty bad last uh, last did. episode. Um, so, where do you want to start? So, I think it's important to, to note that the, the intention behind Christian films, I think, is a good one. The, a large portion of the intention behind Christian media is to create a safe space for that entertainment, for, for Christian families to not have to worry about whether or not there's swearing, whether or not there's scenes that are inappropriate for, for their families to watch, and also to summarize it into a, a nice moral lesson. And I, and I think there is merit to that. Like, I don't want my two-year-old child to be listening to the F word every five seconds, obviously. That would mm-hmm. be very bad. But, like, creating safe spaces where you, you know you can watch a film as a family and you're not going to go home going, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have taken my, my kids to that. You know what I mean? Mm. Plus, yeah. plus it helps. You know, there is, there is also something to surrounding yourself in good things. Yeah. And, and making sure that that helps to lead you in your spiritual walk. Um, so, so I think there, there is some merit to that. And, of course, when we talk about Christian movies and Christian um, Productions. I think we sort of delved into a little bit into television as well. We can't possibly not address the greatest gift to humankind that has ever existed, which is that of Veggie Tales. Boy, do I have a song for you! <gasps> I can't sing it. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting. That was the biggest letdown okay. of my I'm whole sorry. life. I'm sorry. We will get like DMCA, I just was singing it so great and so on and precise uh, with Larry. I even have a tuba story you know in what? the back. He doesn't say, though, we have a song for you. It says that we have a show, show, for, show you. for you. But that's okay. Ah, oh, darn yeah. it. You already messed it <laughs> up. I'm fired. <laughs> yep. um, so, yes, let's talk about Veggie Tales. I love Veggie Tales. I love it. Thanks, Elijah. Well, <laughs> I love Veggie Tales. Okay, but the main thing that we have to talk about here Old Veggie Tales versus New Veggie Tales. No, we can't because I try very hard to pretend like New Veggie Tales doesn't exist. In my head, it's not there. If I have to think about its existence, then I have to remember it's. I there. can't truly actually harp on New Veggie Tales because, of course, I don't really watch I've seen New Veggie one Tales. Episode. I think don't I have wordy. I think I watch. It's quirky. Whatever. It's quirky. We're failing it. We're trying to avoid copyright laws. That's <laughs> Do you know what we're why doing. It's no, you just said it wrong. No. Yeah, it's it's the it's it's the it's the letters on the keyboard. The letter Q-W-E-R-T-Y format. Qwerty. Oh really? Is yeah. That's why. Yeah. Did you say it into the microphone for other people? I don't know. Did if they I heard. say? It. Okay. 
Uh, on the keyboard, it's Q W E R T Y, which is QWERTY. And uh, yep, okay, you're welcome. Uh, That's so awesome. I never knew that. I'm really so yeah, kidding. I don't know. I, I think I saw a few episodes. Actually, I think maybe right when they brought it back on TV when I was younger ish. But I wasn't really paying attention, so I can't. It's definitely, when it first started coming back, it definitely was not in the same type of format or anything as like classic VeggieTales at all. I can't really truly harp on it, obviously, because I haven't really watched enough of it. But I just, I miss the old character designs. I can say that much. I think all the charm, the charm mm-hmm. was so good in the original VeggieTales. So let's talk about VeggieTales. What's good let's about VeggieTales? We're already going back to harping, so, so let's go back to what I we know, like yeah, about that's it. Why yeah. I, <laughs> I really liked VeggieTales because it, it was 100% entertaining to watch as a kid. Like, Absolutely. I never remember watching an episode of VeggieTales as a child where I sat there and was like, I am really sick of this. But you and I rewatched some of the old episodes. And we still like loved them. a year or two ago. And we were having, I mean, of course, a lot of it was nostalgia, but it, it held up, I think, better than we really thought it did. Like it was, it was still entertaining to watch. Well, at the time, it was pretty good animation for what was coming out. I mean, it wasn't obviously the greatest, but it was still pretty good, and it was fun. Yeah. The characters were lovable. I mean, who could ever forget silly songs with Larry? Exactly. Oh, everybody's got a water buffalo. Where is my mm-hmm. hairbrush? Oh, where See, you guys just said two right at the top hairbrush? of your head. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, then there's Barbara Manatee. There's some Barbara Manatee. My cheeseburger. Manatee. Manatee. But yes, VeggieTales did that excellently. The grasping of even young minds and all that kind of... Um, I feel like they really understood who they were trying to reach. Mm-hmm. They understood yeah. what they were about. And they didn't try to make fake problems to have fake resolutions. Mm-hmm. It was really just relatable. I mean, there's the episode where the kid breaks his dad's favorite bowling plate. I don't know if you remember that one, but he's terrified of telling his father about this plate, so he tells little lies, and they get bigger and bigger. It's uh, the big fib. Yeah, I do remember the episode. I didn't remember the reason for the fibbing, but um, I do remember the... the, the I think the it was reason, that one. The, the the big fib? I'm sorry, I was reading some other facts on VeggieTales. The, the reason that all the fibbing started was because Junior broke his dad's famous, like, bowling plate. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you're, but like, she, about yeah. two she minutes behind. I know that you're oh on my your gosh. Phone, Okay, then I really, really did miss. I'm Quite sorry. Funny. I was looking No, you're up, fine, but it was just really funny. <laughs> I was just going to let you go to see how far I'm you I'm sorry. I'm, I was um, looking up this VeggieTale fact that well, I and And I feel like confirming. that's something that... <laughs> I, you could just tell that they really knew kids. Mm-hmm. And knew how yeah. to, and and that was even evident in their opening. I don't know, like that opening that they had was just so classic, and it was like the reason why we're here. Mm-hmm. It had all like their, I, I think it was the people who worked on it, all of their kids, and it was just <laughs> adorable. I played that little song. I don't remember it now, but it was just really cute. Now that I'm a parent, I'm looking back, I'm like, my baby. Um, but it just. To me, that was such a great example of what Christian media can be because it didn't try to be something it wasn't mm-hmm. until now we have new VeggieTales. Okay, uh, but my question for you is, where did you ever see those episodes? Of VHS. Yeah, VHS. I don't think they've ever been on TV. That's my, sorry, that's my, that's my, that's true. Like, that's like my thought is like, all of those, I think the only place that I've ever seen them is either on VHSs that we own, like personally as a family, or out of grabbing them out of Sunday school. 
Or mm. I will tell you, they did release um, the VeggieTales Jonah movie came out in theaters. Oh no, yeah, I do remember that. that. Yeah, it, yeah, it did I come out in too. theaters. Well, and I think that. I, I don't know, but I still remember the movie. Um, I th- that's a fair point. I don't know that it actually was on any TV stations, but it did so well. Mm-hmm. Like I remember a lot. Of the, the other one that I really liked as a kid that was a, a Christian one. I don't know, Andy, if you've ever heard of it, but me and Elijah talk about it. McGee and Me. I don't know if I know what that is. It was like this. Ad- kid who drew this little guy who would hang out with him. Yeah, he had, it was a kid who had a like a 2D animated buddy like always on yeah. his shoulder or, or something. I, I We were talking about it because it, you sparked something in me when you brought it up, but I really have only seen like one or two episodes from it. Um, I, but, um, I, don't, I don't recognize it at all. And there's the radio show Adventures in Odyssey. Do you remember? Did you know Adventures in Odyssey? No. no? I knew about Did it too. Another Adventures thing, I knew about it, but I never... Watch. It was on. It was on WLMB, like the Christian station, and I remember seeing it on, but I never really watched it. You guys don't know about the Imagination Station? Not really. Oh my goodness! No, I'm glad that you do, at the very least. But I, I, th- I feel like yeah. the best Christian media I've seen has is kids Christian media. I, I feel like the people huh. who do that have produced it really well because yeah. they understand what they're reaching for. The problem is that as we grow older and we can handle more content and more real problems, I feel like Christian media tends to shy away from those, hmm. if that makes sense. Well, a lot of uh, VeggieTales is probably a shining example of Christian media that isn't, is obviously, like, you know, like unashamed of their faith, mm-hmm. but also tries to focus more on just teaching kids how to be good people and not how to be just specifically good Christians. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, you know they use their faith and they use Christianity as a, uh, as as like a medium, to to like get that point across. But I, I think at the end of the day, VeggieTales isn't like, isn't Christian indoctrination as much as it is teaching kids how to be good people. That that's how I really always viewed it, and that's why I still really really it it's still very dear to my heart. Well, and I think the the Bible stories that I remember the most, even having gone to seminary, having gone to my undergrad in pastoral ministries, are the ones that I watched in Michigan. Yeah. Because they stood out so strongly. Yeah. What, we were just talking, Andy, right, about our kids' minute and doing Jonah mm-hmm. and the Ninevites slapping each other with fish. Yeah. <laughs> and Bailey had to ask if that was a real thing that happened in Scripture. And... Andy, you were there to tell him. It was part of the Jonah movie. It didn't. It didn't happen any further. Than, sorry, I, I. I just. I know I'm relating it to the video. It was part of the Jonah movie that mm-hmm. that happened in. Sorry, that's. That, I think that's the only time that it's mentioned in. In Veggie Tales. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right Anyhow, now. <laughs> but like, it's a. It's common enough reference. I think most. Most people I encounter who are Christians or grew up in the church, when I bring up Veggie Tales. We all start singing some ridiculous song from Veggie Tales yeah. because it was just so good. Whereas there's other ones that are much more niche, like the Donut Man, which everyone always looks at me like I'm crazy when I talk about that because it was something I watched, which is uh, love like a donut. Yeah, I'm looking at no, you like you're crazy right now. Life without Jesus is like a donut, like a donut, like a donut, because there's a big hole in the middle. I got you. And I Jesus fills it with the little donut. It's a 
I understood the reason. I didn't understand it, but it's okay. But uh, no, I remember no, 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 that. No, but like, good. there are some things that are, you know, just like just like most things. Uh, so, some are very culture, like where you're from, your context, and some are a little bit more universal. And I feel like VeggieTales is one of those few Christian media outreaches that is much more universal. So here's here's an interesting question. Um, when I think of VeggieTales, I think of the really, you know, like the the ori- mostly the original like VHSs that were mm-hmm. retelling Bible stories. Do you, how many of how many of the other types have you seen where instead of retelling Bible stories, they're just parodies of other movies? Because, like, they made a lot, like, I think that some people may have actually grown up with that over the Bible stories because they made, like, Lord of the Beans. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Minnesota, Minnesota Cuke instead of, like, Indiana Jones. Like, they did a ton. <laughs> they actually did a ton of those that I completely forgot about on, on, you know, until I, I read this. I don't think I watched I don't, I don't, I don't think I watched them. almost any of them because I, I grew up with, the, with, like, the Bible story ones, and I don't think I ever really watched those other ones. But that's the thing. Like, the, they didn't only do bible stories you yeah. know like like they they were appealing to i, I watched to like that Christmas, crowd as well they did a christmas one now i have to look i think it up. they did a little drummer boy veggie tales oh they definitely christmas. did a little drummer boy yeah because yeah. that was junior was yeah see boy. that's not the one i'm thinking of though i'm thinking of the one uh was it buzz oh, was it the, the it was like a doll I don't even remember now. I don't remember the what toy one that saved christmas that's what it was yeah i remember that one i remember that one i liked too. that one um, We're going on a nostalgia run. We are. Place. I'm sorry. It's, so this turned into good Christian media. Turned into just let's talk about how great Veggie Tales is. But I think it's important to note that it's it's possible, mm-hmm. and and that there there are ways to be entertained in a, in a very family friendly and scriptural way. Um, and so, like I said, I I feel like. What's happened as people grow up with Christian media is kind of what happens in in how we teach in our churches, which is we have a really hard time exiting that Sunday school mentality. We really like to keep things in the very simple, the easy to summarize, get one thing out of it, and then you feel good because you go home with your one piece of information that you needed to learn, and you come back next week for the next one. Yeah. And when that's your whole faith experience, it's hard to take that into the real world and apply it, yeah. if that makes any sense. And and I think that that, that shallowness comes through in, in a lot of our generation. We, we see that shallowness that comes through. I'm sorry, Andy will point out once again... My generation is different than Andy's generation. I'll be honest. I wasn't paying attention to most of what you said, and I, I'm, I'm very distracted by myself trying to find an old TV show, and that's just my apologies, okay? Oh, okay. So <laughs> thank you for not taking so the opportunity to call me old. I wasn't going to point it out, but you pointed it out for yourself. Well, so, you know. thank you. Some <laughs> of us are very insecure about their oldness, and it's that's me. It's literally you. <laughs> it's just me. Um, but anyhow, I, I do think that, that to me, in, in some ways... Growing up with Christian films can come out again as that as that fear to delve past that Sunday school mentality. We we aren't always good at addressing it and addressing real world situations because real world situations get really messy and it's a lot easier to deal with black and white 
than it is to deal with gray. Yeah, that applies to any anyone with any kind of uh, subject or argument or anything. Uh, everyone loves to argue in black and whites. And there's a time well, and place for it. But and, and that's true. But as the church, we're specifically called to be dealing with those things. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're called to not just deal with the easy, but to, to get down yeah. into the core of who you are. Like, it, being a Christian should be a transformational experience. It shouldn't be, you know, a very shallow one. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that all people, by any means, gosh, that's probably what it sounded like, that, <laughs> that everyone has a shallow Christian experience. Um, but, I, but I think it's really that supplementing things, like balancing these things out is what, what I would really like to look, look for as in the future of Christian media and, and what I feel like I'm starting to see in newer Christian films is they're trying to, to do better to not just escape on, okay, here's our nice one moral lesson and we're cool and follow the same story format, but they're really trying yeah. to branch out and explore, like, again, I still believe, which I admittedly have not seen, but just based on the premise, does not seem like it fits the story formats of most of the things I've seen. Um, I still believe the movie. That's the name of the movie. Okay, I yeah, you got, yeah. Sorry, you said I still believe like you were making a statement. No, no, sorry, the movie, I still believe. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you believe that uh, <laughs> that's the case? Well, but I, but I do think that that's something that, that is starting to be addressed. Hmm. What what do you guys think? Am I way out on a limb? Well, here? I don't I don't know that I have as much opinion on it as you do because I don't really pay attention to like a lot of Christian media nowadays. But see, um, that's that's important though because you yeah. are a Christian, are you not? Yeah. And do you have any desire to go out and look at Christian movies? Uh, for the most part, no. Andy? It, no. I would say for the most part, no. In um, fact... And I, I think something interesting, too, though, is that when I was younger and I was around that kind of stuff a lot more... Not, I mean, of course, not only I was living... I was young. I was living with my parents, and we would... You know, we were just surrounded by that more often. But I think a lot of those movies, and like a lot of Christian movies and Christian media, I would be exposed to through commercials mm -hmm. on, like, cable. And we haven't had cable... For for years, mm -hmm. cable's cheaper. Well, it like cheaper to advertise on. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so I haven't seen a lot of the same types of advertisements, and I haven't been exposed to a lot of that stuff like I, I was used to because now, um, you know, it's not like you don't see advertisements online or anything. Like it's quite the opposite. But a lot of them are more actually tailored to you specifically. So. I just don't have a lot of experience nowadays with that, probably partly because I'm not as interested, but also because I'm not exposed to it all the time. That's that's my little, my little. I don't really know if it's a, if it's like a condition or anything. I just I, I just felt like I wanted to say it, it was interesting. Condition. No, because I mean, I a God like God's not dead. Uh, courageous. I actually forgot already the name of the other one. Fireproof. Like all, all of those, I remember seeing on like commercial after commercial when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But I don't really see a lot of advertisements for that anymore because that's, I don't really, I'm not normally like indulging in specific Christian media like mm -hmm. online. So I don't mm -hmm. really see those types of advertisements. So I'm kind of unaware of what that, um, that area in media is like. And so when you're talking about how movies, like Christian movies are changing a lot and I, I just don't know because I, I don't mm -hmm. really see a lot of it. 
But to actually go back, I'm sorry, to go back and actually answer your question, like, no, I don't really have a lot of interest in specifically seeking out Christian, like, specific Christian media, and, and especially when it comes to, like, movies and shows and that kind of entertainment. I really don't. I'm not saying I'm opposed to it. I, it's just not normally my go-to. Yeah, and, and I think that that's something that needs to be addressed because, as again, as we pointed out in Christian media and in films and things like that, and as, as we've been going through these different aspects of Christian media, what we're talking about is is that it feels like every part of the Christian experience, because I think most of us watch movies <laughs> and yeah. shows and especially do that kind of stuff. Especially this last year, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. especially as we've been stuck at home. Um, you're really loving the baking shows. <laughs> We're literally almost out of baking shows. That is how bad it is. We, but, I swear we've sorry, watched all of them. Have you actually tried to cook anything from them yet, though? Yes. Okay, great. Actually, then that's so good. You, you've you experienced like the full... I've come full circle. Yeah, full that's, steps that's of the, the process. Now you just need um, to get a camera and videotape yourself doing it so I, that somebody else can... I have not baked bread, though, the whole time. So I feel like that's a badge of honor. Okay, that's fair. I sidetracked you, and I'm sorry. Yes. What were we talking about? Um, regardless, I, I think it's important because that's something that's a really big part of, I, th I think, a lot of people's lives is being yeah. immersed in TV and in movies, but we don't really want to be immersed in the Christian ones. Not and, everyone. And not everyone. And, yeah. and I think it's uh, all too often I feel like I hear one of two things, which is either... Well, that's their fault for not wanting, like, it's your fault for not being interested in that. Right. Or I hear, well, you know, just watch it sometimes and it's fine. Or, it's, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. where is it? I, it I'm, should say yeah. something that we don't really want to watch these movies. Yeah. I, I feel like we should just be reconsidering. Instead of blaming people for not being interested in them, why don't we look and see, okay, how can we fix this? And, and vice versa as well, though. Because I definitely don't want anyone to feel like I don't. I don't want anyone who might actually really enjoy watching Christian media yeah. to to feel like I am actually harping on on anyone for for preferring it or even liking it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm it, definitely just talking about my own personal interests, and I don't think that is silly or like immature or, or anything. No. If if that's actually what you prefer, like at all, well, or just the, the reality is, is that a lot of Christians now, especially younger ones are just very turned off by it. And that is a reality that we have to address. The other thing I want to... Like, a lot of Christian movies that are better, in essence, mm -hmm. I think are directed towards a different audience than us. And hmm. I, I think as, as our age range, like, they aren't directed mm -hmm. towards us. You have your Veggie Tales, your... I'm tr still trying to think of the other animated movie that I think of every time. Um, but, like, your Veggie Tales and other animated things that are directed... Prince of Egypt... I don't know. Actually, in particular, Prince of Egypt falls into this category too. That are directed towards all time. they're directed towards um, that younger audience mm -hmm. that yeah. um, get them embraced in it early, that kind of a thing. Um, and then you have your Passion of Christ. You have your Courageous, mm -hmm. which is designated towards families. You don't um, think Passion of the Christ is for kids? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Passion, sorry, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying it against it's, you. I'm, it's the opposite end. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's designated mm -hmm. for those. Um, who are older, strong in their faith, uh, are looking for an Easter Christmas movie or anything. Er, Easter Christmas movie. That's not what I meant to say, but <laughs> close Easter enough Lent. to what I meant. <laughs> like um, I said, we're a bit delirious today. <laughs> uh, but, but you have those movies, and there's nothing designated towards our age range, in my opinion. Hmm. That's fair. Um, 
Okay, I was, yeah. I, I was like looking up things, and it was telling me that there was a newer TV show called The Chosen of some type that is a Christian movie that's or a Christian oh, TV show really? that's uh, pushed towards our age range. Interesting. Um, so I would suggest that we maybe check that out, see what we think. Yeah, we'll look yeah. into it for um, sure. But uh, yeah, I think that I, I I had a point, and I can't get to it now because I forgot it. Um, there's nothing designated towards us. Like, That's fair. Um, yeah. I, I think Christian, uh, like producers, Christian movies, all that kind of thing, do a phenomenal job of reaching people young. But if you're going to get people young hooked, then you have to continue with them. Hmm. Yep. And and I think like we talked about a little bit last week, the church is really not great at targeting the in between. We're we're not very good at it, and I think I think it's just a huge market that we're really well market. Wow, that sounds really bad. <laughs> wow. Oh okay, boy. guys, we're I clearly invalidate <laughs> everything that I. There's a desire for those kinds of films for people our age that that are relevant. You know, I yeah. I would love to have things that that are movies that are spiritually fulfilling that I feel like could really apply to situations that I see in the real world. Yeah, no kidding. I, I would love that, but in order to do that, they, they have to, like you said, actually intentionally go seek out mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. kinds of things, and that becomes a little bit more difficult. There is also something, and I, tr- I wanted to watch it, but I couldn't find a good place to watch it. There is a documentary um, about Christian films and the making behind it. And I'm trying to find the name of this documentary right now. It's on Pure Flix. <laughs> Which a lot I of don't, things. Uh, sorry, I don't. Have. In my search to try and find the other TV show that I was looking for, Pure Flix came up a lot. Hmm. Which I know that's something that we talked about a little yeah. bit earlier. Um, and I'm kind of wondering if there's validation in understanding it a little bit more and finding out what's actually on it. I wasn't yeah, actually maybe. able to see what was on it when I looked at their website, and so I was going to bring oh, up something. Yeah. But it, you can't you can't see yep. on their website unless you sign up for it, uh, a free trial or anything like that. So yeah. I may have to free trial it up and see what's there. And this this documentary is called Real Redemption, The Rise of Christian Cinema. Ooh. Um, and it came out in 20... I think it came out this year. Actually, or No, I'm sorry. It's 2021 now. I think it came out last year. And I'm really interested in watching it. So if any of you guys have watched it, uh, please leave a comment. Let us know. Was it, was it any good? Did it change your perspective on why Christian movies are made the way they're made? Um, mm. Did it make you want to watch more Christian movies, or do we have more to look forward to in the future? I, I just, uh, I'd really like to know. And I also just want to put out there that that movies in particular are something that is very, very preference driven. Mm-hmm. And so, especially the way that Christians interact with movies. And one thing I didn't want to do was talk about kind of what we've talked about a lot with with already with books and with D and D and with some of the other con- or conversations we've had around this is. A lot of different Christians have a lot of different rules for interacting with media and with movies, and I really think it's you have to figure out what works for you and your family. Mm-hmm. I just I, I think it's best if we avoid saying all Christians should only do blank 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 blank. blank. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, those those kinds of statements I think are just a little bit unhealthy, because for some people, different things work in yeah. different contexts, and. So if you only like Christian movies, that's awesome. Like Elijah had said earlier, 
that's really cool. Give us your recommendations. Yeah, we'd yeah, love to see your favorite too. ones. That one in particular. If you sorry, if you if you only like Christian movies, I want to know what people like genuinely love out of the Christian. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's. And if you continue. don't like Christian movies at all, but you do have some that you have seen that you did like, I would love to hear those too. Even if you have some that you completely hate and you think uh, are worth a good laugh, pop that in there too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I need a good laugh. <laughs> But but I think that there's a lot of a lot of preference driven conversation around movies, and so I I would just encourage we're not saying one way or another is any better than mm-hmm. anything else. Watch for yourself. Just, yeah, watch exactly. for yourself. And yeah. and I really think, again, our our heart here at Church is Stupid, come about, is to talk about these topics and talk about how they interact with with the Christian life. And one of the reasons why Christians are potentially starting to steer away from church and some of that has to do with the fact that a lot of things aren't relevant to us. Yeah. And I think Christian movies is one really big area where that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we're nearing the end. I would like to at least end on my part with a quick veggie tale fact Go that it. I've been sitting on Do for it. a while. Because I, I is heard that a, why you haven't been talking. You've been just he's ready. been looking up. <laughs> well, I was trying to find no, the fact that I was thinking it of. Is so, with the fact. um, uh, What's his name? Phil Vischer, who is the creator of VeggieTales, or one of the creators. Um, I don't know exactly to what extent his mother had an influence on the creation of the show. I know she had influence, but I don't know if it was like partnership or, or advice or anything. But the creator, uh, Phil Vischer's mom, has a PhD in Christian education, and she gave him some initial rules when they were creating VeggieTales. Oh, really? Yeah. So... The first rule, which is why you don't see really anything about the New Testament, it's pretty much all, I think it's all Old Testament, Mm -hmm. is that you will not portray Jesus as a vegetable. (laughs) That was the rule. (laughs) But uh, it's fantastic. It's equally interesting, but kind of less funny. The second rule was that. Try your best to to not imply that vegetables can have redemptive relationships with God, which sounds funny, but but it actually if if you um probably would offend some vegans. Well, I think m- more of what it was is um and and I think this also probably did. It's why another reason why I think it really really did reach, uh, like really reach out to kids and, and kids mm-hmm. really liked Veggie Tales was because I think I don't know if it was every episode, but on most episodes, Bob the Tomato. He would always speak in second person and end the episode with God made you special and he loves you very much. He would never say he loves us very much because they never wanted to actually imply that like it That's was about the vegetable. So it was funny. about it was about the, the audience and the kids who were watching. I never would have thought about that. Yeah, so I thought that was the first part was a really funny one. If you if you were ever wondering why you didn't see any veggie tales about Jesus, it was because specifically I don't they didn't I've want ever, to portray him as a I don't think I've ever wondered that exact question, but I'm glad I have the answer now. Exactly. Right. That's what I thought. We are completely out of time. Now. Yes. Um, so for all of us here at Church of Stupid. Come about. I'm Andy. I'm Ruth. And I'm Elijah. And that has been your Thursday episode for the week. Enjoy the rest of your lives, I guess. I don't know. Come back to us. Go actually. in peace. <laughs> Too formal. <laughs> <laughs>